Jeff's, Jeff's Wonder Man. And welcome one and all to another edition, another chapter, another episode of Jeff Healy's Wonderland. I'm Jeff, as you might have guessed, and if you're joining me here for the first time, I'm a musician, comedian, amateur barista and full-time contemplator of stuff. The result of which I'm sharing with you every week for your amusement and dancing pleasure. Now, those of you who've been with me for a while will know that I will occasionally chuck in a random idea, theory or opinion without too much introduction. And now is one of those times. This one's actually a piece of advice relating to one of my all-time favourite subjects, food. And who doesn't like food? No one. That's who. So here it is. Never... Put a refrigerated pack of cheese on top of a light fitting in a hotel room in an attempt to bring it up to room temperature. Not unless some kind of fire retardant wrapping has been used to contain the cheese. Because what you don't want is to have an unscheduled late night explaining yourself to the fire department. Okay? Now, while we're on the subject of food and risk management, I want to talk a little bit about croutons in packet soup. You know, it never ceases to amaze me that one adds water to the soup and the croutons remain crunchy. However, you know, when it comes to certain food situations, I am prepared to live dangerously. So I'll ignore my concerns about croutons that are somehow impervious to water. Thing is, folks, we often don't question anomalies such as this for fear that we won't be able to properly reconcile the answer with actually eating the thing. And let's face it, there are probably tens of thousands of so-called food products on our supermarket shelves which should never make it into the average shopping trolley, let alone into our stomachs. So yes, ignorance is bliss, for a while at least. And who doesn't like the occasional round of gastronomic Russian roulette? And on that somewhat bizarre note, we've now arrived at everyone's favourite part of the show. Yes, it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, welcome to theory time. And of course, on theory time, we do like to be helpful. All right. I just want to throw that in. And as I expound on today's theory, You'll notice that it isn't a very long theory, but I believe its implications are powerfully helpful. All right? Okay, so they do say that a change is as good as a holiday. But of course, the problem with holidays is that, first of all, you need time off from work or whatever it is you normally have to do. And secondly, they can be expensive. But I think I can say without any fear of contradiction that we all deserve and need a break in these trying times. So what I would like to suggest is spicing up life at home by making a few creative changes to the domestic status quo. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about merely, you know, changing a few things around the house, doing a few things differently maybe, and this could give you the psychological boost that you need to get you through the rest of the year. Okay, so here are a few well-researched tips that I've come up with, and these should get you started. One, hanging your husband's shirts in the garage. Two, putting your girlfriend's underwear in the freezer. 
Three, parking the car in the neighbour's garage without telling anybody, including the neighbour. Four, spontaneously renting out part of your teenage daughter's room to a visiting circus troupe. And five, removing the use-by date stickers from everything in the fridge and pantry. Now, I truly believe that things like this, although they're just simple adjustments, would redefine the parameters of any relationship one way or the other. In any case, look, if your relationship is starting to feel a bit stale, why not give some of these things a try? And if things really are going down the gurgler, then you've got nothing to lose anyway. And you'll have a bloody good laugh into the bargain. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's what I know, and that's theory time. Now, on a completely different subject, there are lots of things that we wonder about that we will probably never know. Some of them are kind of fun to think about, though, and every so often you'll see something on YouTube or on TV that will suggest to you, for example, that animals are much more perceptive to certain things than we've been led to believe. Things such as music. And although human beings are supposed to be the only species, or species, depending on how you want to pronounce it, capable of creativity for its own sake, there is evidence that animals respond to different types of music in different ways. Now, although I am open-minded to scientific developments and discoveries, I am not expecting to be playing a sold-out gig for antelopes anytime soon. But it does raise certain questions in my tiny mind regarding different bird varieties in particular and what their musical preferences might be. For example, do eagles like the eagles? Do flamingos favour flamenco? And if you were a robin, who would be your favourite Bee Gee? Well, to quote Led Zeppelin, ooh, and it makes me wonder. But of course, this is the Wonderland, and speaking of music, it's now time once again for, quite coincidentally, Song of the Day. And today, we're going to take a peek at a track off my fourth animal, and when I say animal, I mean album, Love in a Suit. Now, this is the only song I've ever recorded on which I play not only the piano, but the guitar solo as well. Alright? And it's called This Time. Please don't tell me what you did last night Just stay here with me and hold me tight I don't want to know about anything else Just give me this time No time for romance Or hand in hand Nobody else would ever understand Okay, I've just realised that I sang understand. Not understand, but understand. So it obviously stands in this song somewhere, and someone is understand. Clearly. Now, I don't know what that means, all right? I'm taking no responsibility for this anymore. A winning game. But love is a river. But I think it's, you know, quite a nice love ballad, really. I play it a lot at my live shows. And in future performances, I will be writing another verse um, helping us to find out what or who is understand. And here comes my big guitar solo moment.
So there you go. I think we're going to leave that song be for now. But if you'd like to hear the rest, please go into Spotify or iTunes or any of your other streaming services. And you can check out all my music at your leisure. Okay. We now find ourselves moving at breakneck speed towards the next segment of the program. Uh, Now, this segment, of course, has been nominated for several Nobel Prizes. Uh, This, of course, refers to a very important international competition for international podcasters such as myself, uh, in which Nobels are awarded. Apparently, I'm up for that. Right. So here we are, folks. Without any further ado, it's Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome once again to Thought of the Day. Now, I've got not one, but two thoughts today. So I hope you're all sitting very comfortably and paying close attention. The first is that there is a common misconception that so-called mindless entertainment is a bad thing and that we would all be better off using our spare time to do something more productive than, say, I don't know, binge-watching Marvel Universe movies, reality shows, playing PS4 games, listening to loud music, reading comics, or disappearing down the rabbit hole of YouTube. I did suggest, though, in a previous episode of The Wonderland, that doing what we enjoy is never a waste of time, but I want to take that thinking a little bit further by saying that regularly indulging in so-called mindless activities to take our minds off reality for a while is actually a must. A yin to the yang, a black to the white, a beer to the water, a hamburger to the salad, as it were. Okay? My second thought is about something which always seems to get a bad rap, and that's boredom. And yes, look, I know that being bored generally kind of sucks, but I would argue that we cannot overlook its positive potential, especially when it comes to kids. When I was a kid, I think one of my most common statements at home was, Mum, I'm bored. And then, once I realised that Mum wasn't going to drop everything she was doing and entertain me, I'd usually get on my bike and go off and find something to do. And so I think for me, being bored created space for creativity. For, if you like, bringing something into existence that had not been there before even if that thing was a permanent scar on my little brother's head after running him over with my bike whilst seeing how fast I could go. So remember, folks, necessity may be the mother of invention, but boredom is the uterus of creativity. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that was thought of the day. Now, speaking of creativity, this week's show once again features our newest segment, our newest occasional segment of The Wonderland, and that's Take It From Me. Oh, so life's got you wondering How are you gonna take it? Well, you can take it from me. Yeah, you can take it from me. One of the most convenient things about being a kid is that if you're tired enough, you can sleep anywhere at any time on anything. When I was a kid, I could sleep on spikes with a rock under my head if I was tired enough but only if I had a blanket. It did not matter how hot it was, and an Australian summer can be very hot, but I always needed to be covered by that blanket and a sheet. Now, of course, this sort of thing changes as we get older. 
and we mysteriously find ourselves being more and more interested in being physically comfortable. And then there's a point, usually somewhere in our 30s, when suddenly our pillow becomes one of the most important things in our lives, and also one of the most frustrating. Suddenly, a pillow has to be the right height, the right density, the right size, the right level of softness, or that increasingly elusive good night's sleep absolutely cannot be guaranteed. I've personally found that lots of staying in hotels can also be vexing because you're always having to deal with different beds, different mattresses, different pillows, different everything. And that's why travelling business people always look so tired. But there's another problem. Even if you do find the perfect pillow after exhaustive shopping and research and testing and spending a ridiculous amount of money, as soon as you sleep on that pillow for the first time, the countdown to frustration begins. Because that fantastic pillow is going to wear out eventually, quietly, almost imperceptibly. And then one day you wake up to discover that the memory foam or whatever the hell's inside has actually turned to sludge and you're right back in no sleep city. So you go back to the same store and great, that model is still available. And so you order another one, same type, same brand, same size, same everything. And you take it home and you put it on the bed. And then that same night you get into bed and your head hits the pillow and something's off. It's too high. It's too firm. It's too something. It just feels wrong. Well, that's because you've spent so much time sleeping on your old pillow and gradually adjusting to its slow deterioration that suddenly this new one is just unfamiliar and weird and therefore bloody uncomfortable. And the cycle begins again. Is there a solution to this? Yes, there is. Rediscover your inner child and get yourself a rock. You'll get used to it. Well, you can take it from me. Yeah, you can take it from me. Yes, you certainly can. And that's it from me and from the Wonderland for another week, everyone. Thanks for joining me, and I hope that you enjoyed the show. Now, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you can leave a rating or a comment. And you can also drop me a line on my website, which is, of course, www.jeffhealy.com. Or you can drop me a line via email with any of your, you know, suggestions, thoughts, ideas, anything. I'd love to hear from you. And the email address to write to is jeffswonderland at yahoo.com. And if you haven't already done so, please do hit the subscribe button or the follow button so you'll get the next episode the moment it comes out. And if you happen to be on Spotify, just remember, Friday is Wonderland Day. Every Friday. But for now, take care until we meet again on the next episode of My Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come back to the Wonderland. Jeff's Wonderland.